0: Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurem and My name is Yitzchak at Shalom. We're now on Masach at Yod Gimel Amud Aleph. we were in the middle of discussing various materials veg, vegetation that may be used as Chach, which leads us to this tangent. It's on a lake Maror. Adam You can use it for Maror on uh, on Pesach. Um here's the challenge. Ezov, Velo Ezov Yavan, Velo Ezov Kochli, Velo, Ezov Romi, Velo, Ezov Levai. So when the uh, Torah obligates us to use Azov as part of the Parah Adumah, it means you can only use something that's purely called Azov and not Azov something, you know, Field azov, Roman Azov, anything else. So we would assume that Maror, therefore, has to be Maror, that's just Maror, not Maror of the lake. So if the various names existed before Matan Torah, and the Torah came along and said Maror, Ezov, then you know the Torah demands that you use the pure one and not the one with the nuanced name. But these are things, these different maro, marorim did not have a different name beforehand. And therefore when the Torah says Maror, this fits the, the bill. Rava Marhani Marita Stamashmayu. He says there's a different way to explain it. These things are really called Maror. Call them Marita agma, the reason that they're called Lake Maror, because they're found there, but they're not different in their taste or in their texture, they're just at to the location. Amravchista. And now we get back to our earlier discussion about bundling things together. Remember, if you bundle things together and turn it into a cli, it's makabel and then it can't be used as schach. b'chad loshme eged. If you have one thing that's tied up, a single thing that has a tie around it, that's not called an eged. Shaloshme eged. If you have three, it is shnayim machlok. or machlokat none. We have another Mishnah and Parah. Mitzvat ezov, the ezov used in the parash, sloshak lachim Three stalks with three buds in them. Yossi mer, or three gra- leaves. Rabbiosio mer, mitzvat ezov sloshak givolin, ushiarav shnaim, regardumav kolshu. Alright, so how do we, how do we understand this? So Chachamim say very simply, there have to be three, uh, three stalks. Rabiosi says that the mitzvah is that it should be three of these, uh, of these, uh, leaves. But if it fell apart, if there's only two, that's called shirav and gard, uh, shirav, and that's valid. And gardumav, if they go broke away, the, uh, then it's kasher, even if it's of any size. Now, kasalkataitin, we think that it means miti shirav, shnaim, Namishtaim. We assume that that means Rabiosi means even two is called an Azov, an Agudat Ezov, meaning a bundle. And Rabiosi just said three, because that's ideal. Rabiosi, so that means the Rabbanan and Rabiosi disagree that Rabbanan say three is needed, and Rabiosi ideal. says three is ideal. But Rabbi Yossi actually said it, it is invalid unless it starts out with three, and then if it broke off and there's only two, then you're fine. So, so turn it around. Rabbi Yossi, now we must, we must say that Rabbi Yossi says three is necessary, but we'll say that Rabbanan only ideally, request requests three, but don't require it. We actually have a bright-up that supports this and says that an Ezov that starts out with two and ends up with one is valid, and it's only invalid if it starts out with one. We said that if the shira'im are one, then it's kasher. Meaning that the way that it should read is, um that if it starts out just the same way that it ends up with only one, then it's invalid. But here you see that there's an opinion that says that two is considered an aguda, a ba a ba bundle, and that must be then the, uh, the machloket. So, Remar taught the following, or gave the following ruling, uh, bundles of sticks that they'd make in surah can be used for schach. They bundle them, and they don't bundle them to keep them that way. They bundle them just for counting. So even though all they're bundled, they can be used. Rabbi Yama, D'Urbani. Tzvifat D'Urbani means these um, woven, sort of, uh, woven uh, willows. Uh, once you untie the upper tie of it, because that's going to come apart. But they're tied together at the bottom. You untie it. You don't have to say you untie it. Anything that's bundled in a way that it's not made for carrying that way. It's not called a bundle. Typically, bundle things together so we can carry them. This is not made for that. This is made for to hold the weave together and therefore it's valid. In other words, we're talking about things. Just to be clear, that where the essential material is a valid material, something that grew from the ground, has been uprooted from the ground, and it has been somehow bonded together or bound together in such a way that it might constitute a cle. The answer is this is not a key. Uh This is uh, not makabel and as a result of that, is not problematic for schach. Or it may be, depending if it's a three or etc. Now we've got uh, a base law which we just uh, encountered a little while ago with Frisa's ruling about maror and you know the Mishnah in the third parak of uh, of uh, Psachim lists those grains that can be used for Pasach and those um, and those uh, vegetables that can be used for maror the list of 5 those things um, connect for tuma Meaning, if, uh, if there's a, 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 a tree or a bush of that, and there's a mate underneath it, and you're underneath it, that's called Ohel. Um and if it's, uh, sorry, if it's covered up, then it spreads out because it's called a, a covered tum'ah. Alright? But nonetheless, the Chacham made a that it's not Chotzitz tum'ah. And by the way, these things are also Pasul Besukah. Um... Um, because they're considered to be air. Meaning, we don't consider them but they're considered to be like airspace. which then if there's three Tfachim, then it invalidates. Because these things, when they dry out, they just fall apart, they're brittle. on, It's like they're not there. That's why we did that ruling about Sukkah. Now, what's this referring to? This is talking about when you... Uh, when you pick, uh, clusters of grapes for the purpose of going straight to the wine, uh, to the, to the, uh, winery and to smashing them, um, there, there is no din of yadot because the, the edges, the stems of the clusters are not considered yadiot that, uh, with which you hold it. And therefore, if they become tamay, they don't bring tuma to the, to the, to the grapes. Unlike a normal deen of yad, where if you're matami the yad, then it's matami the pre. If you cut things down in order to make schach, same thing. We don't consider that yadot. Um, so the second opinion of Menasha who said if you cut something for schach, it has no yadot, certainly he will, um, he will maintain that uh, if you're cutting uh, to, uh, grapes to go straight to the uh, Gat, that you don't have it. Because you don't want the stems in your grapes in your grapes that you're smashing, because they're going to mess up the wine. But the one who put, they, took the position about has no Yadot would say does have yadot. You want to use that for schach because that keeps the schach from being all separated and some of it falling in. So never Ramanashabar Gadda So perhaps that second opinion uh about the Kutzelasch is really a machlokatanaim really Tatanya if you have uh, fig branches that have some figs on them, parkilin of or cluster or grape uh, branches that have grapes on them. Kashinu v'ant shibulim, or stalks that have some wheat in them, or grains in them. Machmedotu v'ant or you have branches of a date tree that have dates on them. Kulan ime psolat mrubala ochlin, if there's more branch than food, as it were. Kshera, freskach, vimla, psula. Acherim omrim, adju kashin mrubinal hayadot ve'al ochlin. So acherim say, no, it has to not only outnumber the food, but also the stems. Which seems to say that according to Achimim, stems, uh, really do count as schach pasu. Isn't that the machloka bitanacherim and tanakama? The answer is the rabbi Abba vadai tanoi. I'll have to agree that it's a machloka tanoim. Rabbi Abba who said Botser but he would say he'd have to admit that there's somebody who says Kotser because all that was required was that the branches, including the stems, outnumber or out volume the Peyrot. Ramanash Bhagata Mila Tanahi, but does Rabbi have to admit that somebody disagrees with him in this Breita? Not necessarily. Everybody agrees with me. Anything you cut down for schach, those yadot don't count. What's the case here? You cut it to eat, in which case yadot certainly exists. Then you changed your mind to use it for schach. So why would Rabbanan say that yadot don't count if you cut it down for food? You might consider that the Rabbanan's position is since you changed your mind to you use it for schach, your original intent of food is now gone and the adult disappear but that doesn't work, We have a very famous Mishnah in Kelim. your Maset a Klee can become tame with intent, meaning you're making a Klee. Remember, a Klee can't get b- b- Makabal tuma until it's done. You're making a Klee, and you haven't yet buffed it. And then you decide, you know what? I like it the way it is. I'm done. At that point, it's Makabal Tumah. Now, if at that point you suddenly change your mind and say, no, I'm going to add to it, it's still Makabal Tumah unless you do something to it, like start buffing it. So therefore, <coughs> you're changing your mind about this food should not affect it for tuma in order to allow it to remove Tumah of Yadot, because as, as the following formula, Ma'aseh, Motzim, Midayad, Ma'aseh, Mi'ad, an action can subvert the impact of another action or intent. Ma'ashava, I'na, Motziyah, Mi'ad, Ma'aseh, Lo, Mi'ad, but intent cannot subvert neither an action nor even another intent. So therefore, why is it that the Yadot here are are um, are not Me'kabal Tumah? Maybe that rule is only about kalim, because they have significance. But the stems, uh, and other, as it were, handles of food, which are just for food, maybe intent creates it, and intent gets rid of it. But that doesn't work, because we have a mishnah in Oktsin at the end of shas, Um to the first parak, but it's the last massacre of shas. All of the handles, and this is, by the way, Okzin typically deals with the adot that uh that you um that you took off in the Goran uh in when you're preparing the when you're finishing with the food, um, um are tahor and um and, So, Bishlan de Mam Bishasani Tirigudan. What is Bishasan? So, there's an opinion that Bisasan means you untied them. Shapir, then he understand, you did him mamash. But according to the opinion it says Bisasan means that you really smashed them, then Maikalam Which means you'd have to actually smash it to make it uh, no longer a thing. So, Bishasan Mamash. So then, We'd have to go back to Rabbanan and say that according to Rabbanan, what happened is you cut this this thing off to use it as food. And therefore the Yad don't were meaningful. And then you smashed it because you decided you wanted to use it as chach, And that action now changes the Yad. But Iachim, I'tamad, Iachim, then why would Iachim say the Yad still counts? The answer is Damar Korbiosi. They hold like Korbiosi. They, none. Because Rebiosi, as we saw earlier, says Tame. So, hi, my bishnahmatam, tama rabbiosi, the de chabeshimen lakish. The reason rabbiosi says tame over there is because, like, we're shlakish, no, we're shimen lakish, or yotlohof khan be'eter. Because you could still turn them upside down with a pitchfork. Here, once you've smashed these things, what are they fit for? Chazda de chisato, the minka Uh These things are also still fit. They still have some meaning because. Uh When you take the schach down, you could still hold them by the handles, and so there's still a value to the yad. That's what it would be. Gufa. Um, let's go back to this uh, Mishnah in uh in yadot ha'ochlin Here we have the makloket. Really smashed them. agdan. No, you just untied them. hitir agdan. Uh, it should be Rabbi Luzer, who says, uh, Besasan means, "hitir Agadan, that you untied them. Hainu uh, V'tamei Rabi that's what says, it's still Tamei, because that's not significant enough. Rabbi Yossi says, it's still why would Rabi say, it's still Tamei, if you smashed them? The answer is, because you can still turn them over with the pitchfork, and so they still are valuable. I'm Rabbi Eliezer. Lamanim Schlotz filatan shotsali kimka eter. Just to we end up for this drashad. If you recall in the case of Yitzhak, it says Vayeatir So his tefillah is called an eter, like a pitchfork. Why is it called that? Just like it turns the grain in the goreng from one place to another. Similarly, the tefillah of Tzadikim can turn God's decision from uh a cruel decree to a compassionate decree. Okay, we'll pick it up with more of the halachot, Sukha in the next Mishnah on Dafya Dal Aleph. in the meantime everybody should have a wonderful day.